Hi, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Jasmine the Queen. Boss Lady Amy. Nicole Ravioli. And in this episode, this one is going to be called I'm Over These CE Hoes. Basically, what we're going to be talking about is how um, the CEOs for a lot of healthcare businesses kind of treat the clients as more of like just business instead of looking at them as people. Numbers. Yep. Numbers. That's resident number one, resident number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, resident number one brought in uh, $10,000 last month. Hmm. Yeah. Or they move them to specific houses so they can meet the budgets. Mm-hmm. And that creates many problems in the homes because then we end up with residents that just don't mesh well. Right, yeah, because they'll, they'll put like... Um, a resident that just doesn't like fit in a home correctly with everybody else and then all of a sudden there's like a whole bunch of problems or a whole bunch of behaviors with everybody else because this resident just doesn't mesh well with everybody else but they're only there because they're bringing in enough money because mm-hmm. of like how many cares they get and then there's the opposite side of the coin um, when they put a independent resident into a facility or home that has full cares and they're the only ones like that. And then they basically think that they run the show and that they're like basically another staff. Oh, don't even oh get me God. started. Do not even get me started. I can't imagine what you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> I Gee, a, a few come to mind. A couple. <laughs> a kerfluffle. <laughs> You're welcome for that word. <laughs> Do we have any stories about this? I mean, probably. Just give me a second. <laughs> Bring them to the forefront. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, like the certain ones that I think you remember this one too or whatever. But um, she would always literally tattletale or tell on everybody <laughs> else in the home. Oh, this person's doing this. Or she would take matters into her own hands and she would oh. be like, oh, this person needs this or or this person needs that or this person did this. I'd be like, girl, worry about yourself. <laughs> I now understand teachers who were like, you don't need to be a tattletale. It's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> like, there's so much stuff from school that I now understand, like, as an adult. Literally. <laughs> and I think working has brought a lot of that, like, my my understanding of that now that's brought that out. Right. <laughs> oh, there's so much. <laughs> I, I have um, a story about a resident who, like, thought she was staff. She literally tried toileting somebody. What? That's so dangerous. I was like, girl, get out. You can't. That's so dangerous. (laughs) And she was like trying to like help pull her pants down. She was like, you do it like this. And I was like, I I can take it from here. Please go to your room. Do I know some resident? I don't think so. It sounds a lot like one that we both know. From a certain house. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, speaking of that one, though, that we both know, um, so she (laughs) was telling me so... You lost your straw. I did. Anyway, (laughs) it's fine. I I know I couldn't find the regular one. (laughs) Just came back up. (laughs) 
Okay, uh, sorry, me. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> so I... says, drink me. <laughs> okay, Alice in Wonderland, calm down. <laughs> okay, continue. So, when I first started at that house, she was telling me about how she used to be a caregiver, and since that house had been so short-staffed, <clears throat> she was helping with cares and like helping get people up and oh, all this God. stuff. And I was oh, like, I know what you're talking about. It's not that different area. Oh, okay. But yeah. this one, yeah. So, anyways, um, <laughs> so she's telling me all these things, and I'm like, there ain't no way. But I'm just smile and nod, yeah, smile and nod. That's what you have to do. And then she tried like feeding one of the residents, and I was like, you can't do that. Like, please stop. <laughs> Please stop, because <laughs> I hadn't even, like, finished cutting up that person's food. Like, I was like, you need to do your own thing. Please go sit down, eat your meal, and if you're not going to eat, then go find something to do. <laughs> well, I mean, that brings us back to, like, not placed in the right house. Like, that resident shouldn't have been placed in a house that, like, had people who were high cares. cares. Yeah. And she yeah. should have been placed in a house where she can function like the rest of Everybody else without right. having and, like, issues. She also had like some uh, some dementia going on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like she would try and like cook herself mac and cheese or whatever, and she would just walk away from the stove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just leave it on, and I'd be like, "Can you not? <laughs> Can you please not? And if you do, then you need to stay over here and watch your food. Mm-hmm. Like I have no problem with you cooking for yourself, but you need to stay and watch your food. Then you cannot step away. Or from get the one stove. of us first. <laughs> yeah, right. something, something. Well, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, even though I'm the one that just brought up that point earlier that we started talking about, but. Sometimes when we are so short-staffed, again, going back to how sometimes these people are thought of as numbers and not people, Mm -hmm. when we don't have enough staff, like when it's a house where it's like, oh, you really only need that one staff, even though there really should be two, having those members who are higher functioning can be beneficial, depending Mm -hmm. on what task they're doing. Like, obviously, we cannot rely on residents to toilet each other. <laughs> no, but, like, cleaning the house sweeping, and stuff. Sweeping, yeah. sometimes mopping if they're willing, or taking out the garbage. Little things, but very, very helpful things. Even doing their own laundry. Yeah, it just depends right. on, like, their cognitive level and their physical level, to be right, honest. Right, exactly. <clears throat> but, no, they cannot take care of the other No, <laughs> that's not okay. And if you have a resident that ever tries to do that, please stop them immediately. Please. <laughs> that violates so many things. Right. <laughs> like, including, including the other resident. <laughs> right, including, <laughs> including HIPAA, because the residents don't have the right to know what's going on with other residents. Yes. Correct. Right, and then it's the worst when they try and talk about it with you later. Like, the yeah, one that was just like, doing that. Oh, is so-and-so doing okay? And I'm like... And, like, not something I can discuss with you. Right. Or, like, if they have a fall, oh, are they okay? Did they break a hip? Well, you don't see the paramedics here, so... Yeah, you kind of, like, dance around the question. Right. Yeah, you... (coughs) You definitely have to get really creative in ways not to be a super sass, but also not answering the question. Mm-hmm. Although sometimes I feel like I've given up. When I've answered the same question a thousand times, I'm like, yeah, yeah just go away. Yeah, They're for fine. real. Yeah, when they ask like the <laughs> same question multiple times after a while, I'm just like, no. 
I'm not here anymore. We're not I'm discussing gone. I'm this. Checked out. <laughs> Jasmine's not here right now. Please leave. I literally did that. I had a resident that was uh, asking me the same thing like all day, and I was there for 16 hours. So, no. like the last time he asked me, I was just like. I was like, Jasmine's not here right now. Please leave a message after the beep. <laughs> and I walked away. <laughs> it's, oh, perfect. It sounds mean, but like, you caregivers understand. People who aren't caregivers, like, if you were a caregiver, you would understand. <laughs> yeah, so that reminds me. I had a girl training with me the other week. And she, like, saw me take something away from a resident. And I didn't do it, like, in a mean way or whatever. But, I, you know, to her, it probably looked like I was, like, snatching. Was it that rattle? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, um, it was, um, oh, cards. Oh. Oh, oh, I know. (laughs) I know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about. (laughs) And so... I, you know, I took them away and, like, I was trying to explain, like, hey, we're going to go, what was it, bowling. We're going to go bowling. Like, and she's just looking at me in horror. And I'm like, ma'am, no. <laughs> like, sh- this was, this is her first caregiving job ever. I'm oh, like, God. come back to me in about a decade. Your favorite person to work with. <laughs> never again (laughs) never thank god you were there when I had to work with her that is the second time that I've worked with that person by myself I felt unsafe (laughs) I felt unsafe (laughs) maybe if the ratios were better right no kidding (laughs) Which I think is this is a perfect time to explain ratios. Go ahead. Like a one to one or a two to one or like. A yeah. So typically, <clears throat> you are going to when you work in caregiving, you're going to encounter a either one to three ratio or a one to four ratio. So that means one staff <laughs> per three residents or four residents. It's usually four. Sometimes it's three, but it's usually four. Mm-hmm. And then there's a one-to-one, which means um, this person requires constant supervision from one person. So one staff per one resident. Normally, there will have to be a lot of instances of like behaviors, falls, or what have you before a care team, which we have explained in previous episodes, so go take a listen if you haven't already, um, where... They will pay for a one-to-one. A one-to-one is quite expensive, and it's usually the last option before, like, it's 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 at the end after you've tried everything. Mm-hmm. I've been trying not to interrupt you. Eight to one. Eight to one. <laughs> it is. Literally. Well, it depends on the cares. So I've had worse. Oh. <laughs> I've had twenty-four to one. I know. I have had the same, but like. I'm in in big facilities. No, not just in big facilities. I've worked at three different houses now where it has been me and eight residents. Mm. And it's not like all of the residents were super low cares and there is an elopement risk. Like, can we talk about that? I just did that the other night at my table job. Let me explain. Let me explain. 
Okay, before we get into that, so A, we're going to talk about short staffing for one. And Nicole B, holds her tongue not to interrupt Amy, but here we are. <laughs> and, and B, it's all about how bad the cares are, what the care teams will pay for. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly why we're saying that these people are looked at as numbers mm-hmm. because these cares can be very high maintenance, but on paper, it might not look as bad or sound as bad as what it actually is. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've explained what elopement is, but I'll do it again. An elopement is someone who runs away. He's a runner. He's a track star. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, they exit the facility. They're supposed to be under 24-7 supervision. They don't, like, have permission to be by themselves, but they Mm -hmm. just dip out at some point. So, like, if I'm in the bathroom with someone else or, like, in another residence room because, you know, there are Hoyer lifts and stuff, did we explain what that is? Probably in the previous episode. A wire lift is a full body lift with a sling. So, like, there's straps up here, straps down by their legs, and you hook them up to this machine and it lifts them for you, and there you have it. So, those are normally required to have two staff, but somehow some places get away with one person. Like, it actually being allowed to have one person. So, one thing that's real neat about lifts is that even though, like, the federal government says that you're supposed to have two on, another real neat thing about that is that they're like, hey, this is the guideline, but we're actually going to leave it up to every individual state. So some states have laws saying that they require two people, and some states, like ours, are like, nah, one's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And in fact, not, because, like... If you're overworked, like most of us are, and you're working, like, your fourth 16 in a row, then you probably, like, shouldn't be doing that by yourself. Because if you hook up the sling wrong, there's very high chances that you can drop that resident after yep. you have them lifted in the air. So it's nice to have a second person, because I don't know about you, but I've had the freaking machine die on me oh, while I, like, oh, halfway yes. lifted, and I'm like... Now what the fuck? They're <laughs> so obese, they tilt the machine. Oh, yeah, so and you need somebody to, like, Or then they don't them. stop doing this, and you're like, keep your hands down! Right. Oh, also, I should mention that each sling that goes under the resident also has, like, fabric handles on it, so you can pull them back or, like, mm. position them wherever you're putting them, whether it's in bed or in their wheelchair, in a recliner, or whatever. Um... Anyways, like I was saying, if I had that resident elope, you're supposed to follow them and call the cops. (laughs) How am I supposed to follow them or know which direction they went if I'm in a room with somebody else by myself? Right. Especially, like, if you're in a room. But yeah, it would still be my fault. They would find, the company would find a way to turn it on me. Right. Honestly, the amount of residents I've gone after, you'd think I'd be skinny, but here I am, still fat. (laughs) Same. (laughs) You know, with how much um, working out we do on the job between, like, showers and lifts and everything, Mm -hmm. it's it's a wonder any of us are overweight. I know. I did two showers the other day. I was, like, dripping in Mm -hmm. sweat, so I went outside to, like, cool down or whatever, and I just thought to myself, I'm like, how... The F, am I still fat? We should make a caregiver workout video. (laughs) Especially when I work at the hospitals and stuff or whatever. 
Like, I get, like, anywhere over, like, 10,000 steps or whatever, and that's just at work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I don't know how. See, I feel like every time we work out, though, we just, like, undo that because then at the end of our shift, we go to, like, McDonald's or something. Yeah. Regardless, we, didn't we eat burn all day. well uh-huh. over whatever we're eating at McDonald's. Like, I don't care. It's just, like, rinse and repeat. McDonald's. Right. Workout. McDonald's workout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> but, like, okay, so going back to what you were just talking about, imagine if you were, like, giving a shower or something. Like, depending on the resident, you can be stuck in the bathroom for, like, 20 to 30 minutes. That's a long time for any loper to get a head start. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, and they still think it's totes fine. Well, they did until state stepped in. They're required to have two staff now. At all times. I'm trying to think of what place you're talking about. You know where I'm from. Oh, okay. Got you. <laughs> Got you. I understand now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it just wasn't great. It wasn't grape. <laughs> <laughs> it was not, in fact, grape soda. It was orange. <laughs> <laughs> So, there's a couple different reasons. Well, I guess we should say a couple different uh, faults for this. So, A, it's the MCOs, the care teams that we have talked about in previous episodes. What they're willing to pay for, and let me tell you, it's not a lot. Nope. Um, The rates in which (coughs) facilities will either pay or accept these people... um, that's usually also not great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's usually what it comes down to. It's usually not any like one individual person. It's usually an organization mm. um, between either the state that you're in or the facility or a combination of both. Right. So the she he she e hoes better get on it. C e hoes. Why are you making that face? You just looked utterly disgusted. I was like, she was trying to figure out her words, and I'm like, come on, girl. (laughs) Well, no, I say, okay, I say she e hoes because a lot of them are female. And a lot of them also have either never worked in a home or have, which makes it worse, because if they have worked in a home and they know how bad it is when you're, like, single-staffed with eight residents, and they still expect you to be fine with that... They also usually have a lot of filler and Botox. (laughs) (laughs) So much shade! (laughs) That's why they call me the queen! (laughs) So... I don't want to throw shade at other females because, you know, I love the fact that, like, the healthcare world, especially the caregiving world, is a female-dominated industry. I love that. But at the same time, um, because most of, like, the people who are higher up in this, our little corner of caregiving, are primarily female, and it's not great because sometimes, like, sometimes personal feelings and cattiness can, like get in the middle of trying to conduct business and it's very unprofessional and very it's much. not it's not kosher by <laughs> any means mm-hmm. 
No, and honestly, I wouldn't say you're throwing shade at females. I would say that you're throwing shade at crappy people, Mm -hmm. crappy bosses, crappy owners of companies. Mm -hmm. The ones that care about the money and not much else. Right, like, I mean, I've always, I'd like to think that if I started my own company that I would not be the money-hungry, like, power-hungry person. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I kind of think about it, and I'm like, if I did have the opportunity to start my own company... I feel like I'd be, like, a little money-hungry at first because it's, like, something that I wasn't used to having. There is that, but I also feel like because we are all pretty empathetic people... Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we genuinely, like, care, care. about yes. the others, though. Mm-hmm. I do feel like it becomes a really slippery slope, though, because, like, <laughs> once you get to that point and you have to worry about this budget and that budget and this budget and that budget, like, you start to kind of see where all of the money goes Mm -hmm. and so i feel like eventually once you reach like the tippy tippy top like talking about you know being a ceo or higher of a company i feel like eventually it kind of just happens naturally you kind of just worry about money so much that like you become money hungry right well, I mean, that also goes to, oh, I can't take a pay cut. I'll lose my summer home. <laughs> okay, that's different. Like, the, I would just sell that, that stuff. Those then. are the people that I'm talking about. Like, I can't afford to pay my staff more or, like, give them bonuses or such and such and so forth because it cuts into my budget for myself. Right. If your staff can barely afford to um, live in, like, an, a, a shitty apartment... There's a problem. Mm-hmm. Hey! <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but see, that also irritates me when companies are like, oh, we can't afford to give you a bonus, but we can we can pay for, like, I don't know, company-wide <laughs> Christmas party. Or, or a pizza party. Yeah, a pizza <laughs> party or something. And it's like, if you do the math, you would realize that's enough to give everyone like a $20 bonus, a $50 bonus. It's not much. There was one company. But it's better than nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was one company that um, I worked for that like, I didn't go to this. They like arranged this whole party thing or whatever. And it was like a dinner for all the staff or whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thought about going. And then I found out that we were... They arranged the party, but we were still responsible to pay for our own food. So we didn't even get a free meal through our company. And I was like, yeah, I'm not fucking Absolutely going. Unless not. I get paid to go to this party, I'm not going. I would have slapped somebody. I would have <laughs> slapped a CEO. And like, they, if they're literally paying thousands of dollars for you to enjoy this one night... Like, I'd rather just take the bonus. Right. Mm. Like, give me a bonus. That's all I would want. <laughs> And, like, obviously, if it's just, like, some manager that's, like, doing it out of their own money, like, kudos, we appreciate you, but if it's put on by the company, then it's, like, why aren't you just, like, giving us a bonus or a raise? Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, like, I get along with certain coworkers, obviously, because, you know, we're all coworkers. Hey! But, <laughs> but like, I don't, honestly, I really don't want to go out of my way to hang out with all of my coworkers. No. So, said it before, and I'll say it again. Find yourself some like-minded individuals at your job. Stick with them. Don't look at other people. Don't, <laughs> don't talk to other people unless don't it's about the in their direction. <laughs> I mean, I mean, technically, technically, boss lady Amy over here is the only one I met through work. But Nicole, well, I mean, technically, we were only like of. acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I but me and that. me and Nicole <laughs> were like 
in high school together, kind of. Yeah. So. Well, and then I found out later that we... Well, actually, we all had mutual people that we knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I went to high school with... with that one person. Yeah, with that one person yeah, but, that, <laughs> that was, that's married to the other person. Not married. <laughs> not married. Oh, well, not yet. <laughs> it's probably never going to happen. They're both kind of lazy. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> Shade. That's why I'm the queen. <laughs> and you get shade. And you get shade. Check need, under your chair. The, get shade. I need the RuPaul shade button. Yeah. <laughs> we should get you one. I know. It's totally on the TikTok shop. <laughs> oh okay. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Anybody have some closing statements? Um... If you're People a CEO, aren't numbers. If you're a CEO, don't be a hoe. Be a CEO and don't be a dick. Fair. Be a nice person. People are people. Mm-hmm. Not numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's all we can say on that topic. So anyways, you can find us on our social medias. Now that we have videos, you can find us on YouTube, Boss Ravioli Queens. You can find us on TikTok at Boss Ravioli Queens. Um, you can also email us or find us on Facebook at BossRaviolikQueens at gmail.com. We like friends. Yeah, we, like, we friends. like friends. We like feedback. We like other ideas. Because, you know, comments, we can't think of all of them. <laughs> yeah, if you ever have any topics, please let us know. There's so many things that we um, haven't talked about yet that we would like to so and i also feel like now's a good time to say like we're trying to advocate not only for ourselves but healthcare workers in general mm-hmm. so if you have a topic that you want us to talk about that you know that we haven't yet or even if you don't know if we have just message us or email us mm-hmm. comment on a post whatever you need to do but like make your voice heard because we will hear you yes yes we will mm-hmm. well until next time bye, bye. bye.